Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of The Shift Podcast, a show focused on bringing you kingdom-based perspectives on today's hottest topics. Today, we'll be hearing from Michael Partridge and Catherine Summers as they discuss the topic God and science and giving us a brief intro on how they can be aligned and don't have to be separate topics. What's up? This is Michael and Catherine today on The Shift Podcast talking about God and science. Catherine, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you, Michael? I'm doing great. Um, yeah, just to intro ourselves a little bit, um, my name is Michael. Um, I work for a campus ministry here at K-State. Um, I have a lovely wife with a baby on the way, um, and we're, we're living life. Catherine, what about you? Yeah, so I'm a senior studying industrial engineering at K-State, um, which means I study um, how to make processes and systems more efficient. Um, and then a fun fact about me is that I currently brew my own kombucha. Come on. It's yeah. delicious. It's really good. Hit her up on Instagram if you want some. Um, so yeah, today we are going to talk a little bit about um, God and science. Um, and I kind of wanted to lay a little groundwork about just kind of the, the history of the quote unquote clash between God and science. Um, so like the church had a prevailing idea for the longest time that, you know, the there are a lot of preconceived notions that the ter- church had because, you know, God was communicating to us in a way that we could understand. Um, and so the, the Bible was written in the language that the people of the day would have, would have readily understood. Um, and kind of the first major clash between what the church was saying and then what the, the secular world was saying was a guy named Aristotle. Um, so he, he made the idea popular that the earth was actually spherical instead of flat. Um, and in that time in the church, that was blasphemy um, because, you know, in the Bible, it says that the, the world was set on pillars. Um, and so just with that, with that language, it was understood that, okay, the earth is a flat plane that we live on. Um, and when Aristotle challenged that, it was a really, really big deal. Um, and, and got a lot of Christians really angry. Um, now we know today, very obviously that the earth is spherical. Um, and so we kind of wanted to talk today about, you know, how does that work? How does, how does God and science work? Um, cause I, I speak for myself that, you know, I really think that they work together and I think Catherine shares the same sentiment. Um, and so, yeah, we wanted to talk a little bit today about, you know, how do we, how do we analyze what science says and, and what the Bible says and, and really see science as the way that God allows us to discover more of his world. Um, yeah, Kathy, you got anything on that? No, I think it's good. Awesome. So yeah. Um, so Catherine, tell me, what was your, your background with, with God and science? Yeah. So I grew up um, in the church and I just kind of had the faith and belief that all you had to tell me was in the beginning, God, and I was mm. good to go. Like you didn't really, I didn't need any like background facts of how like science confirms God because mm-hmm. I just believed it and it was instilled in me. Um, and I never really questioned God, God's existence um, because of that. But like getting older, um, going to high school and having friends who had doubts that God was real, um, I struggled with how to help them um, because I didn't really have I never searched for those answers, so I didn't mm. really have good ways to like help them and be like, no, God's real. Um, and mm-hmm. so I kind of like struggled with that. Um, and I didn't really know, like for me, God and science were kind of just two separate, separate spheres. And I like believed in both of them, but I didn't know how to like merge them together. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a sentiment that a lot of people can relate to. 
um, and I can kind of relate to being your friend that mm-hmm. was like, no, science is the thing. Because, you know, I grew up loving science and I grew up in the church. Um, and, you know, whenever I saw God saying one thing and science saying another thing, I was like, okay, how does that work? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked people in my church about it and they always told me, you know, you just have to have faith. Yeah. You just need to believe. Kind of like you have to believe in the beginning, yeah, God. Exactly. Um, and, you know, that really didn't work for me at all because um, I, I, you know, I loved science. And so I was like, okay, I can prove science. Um, I can't really prove God right now in my life. Um, so I'm going to choose the former. Um, and there was, there was a lot of things that happened just through the people around me that, that bolstered my faith and, and really got me believing in God. Um, and then that was when he revealed himself in, in certain things that, mm-hmm. that I was asking questions about, but um, never had any answers for. Um, so, so what, talk to me about some revelations that you've had about God and science. Yeah. Um, so as I've gotten older, um, and learning more in school, like I said, I study in industrial engineering. Um, and so one of my favorite, um, aspects of that is project management. Mm. Um, and how I've like realized how God has created everyone differently for a reason. Um, and if we all had the same exact skills, like we wouldn't be able to get anything done. Mm. Um, kind of like the verse um, that just as just as a body, though one has many parts, but all of its parts form one body. So it is with Christ. Mm. For we were all baptized by one spirit so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free. And we were all given the spirit um, to drink, even so the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Um, so if you just think about like if you're working on a project, if everyone has like everyone's really good at um, like drawing or something like that, mm-hmm. or everyone's good at coding or s- like certain skills, like you wouldn't be able to like fully realize an entire project. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes everyone with their different skills that they were created with to make things happen. So like if we all had the same skills, like we literally wouldn't be able to get anything done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's just like mind blowing to me that God created us to further his creation. Mm-hmm. And that really um the creation story in genesis was just the beginning of like the creative nature that um gives us the tools to expand creation and expand god's kingdom even Mm -hmm. yeah that's really good um just thinking about like god's creativity and our creativity um you know we've we've talked a lot on this podcast about like being an image bearer Mm -hmm. um and yeah even just that like we have the attributes that we have, like we have our gifts and abilities and stuff like that because of God. Yeah. Um, and, and because we, he made us to be image bearers and he made us with, with his characteristics mm-hmm. and his attributes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we get to realize those things um, as we, as we get older. Um, something that was really impactful to me, um, especially with like the clash between God and science mm-hmm. was really the idea of evolution um so evolution is one of those things that that you know science was like okay this is the thing like all all creatures evolved from from single-celled organisms all the way up and that's that's called macro evolution um and even that idea now is being challenged by a lot of prominent scientists Mm -hmm. because there's so many holes in that story and so many assumptions that you have to make in that story that they're like as scientists we can't back this thing because we don't know enough about it yet yeah um but something that's really cool is actually microevolution and i think that microevolution speaks to you know god's design because 
you know, he created all of us, but at the same time, he allows us to adapt to our environments. Yeah. Um, something that's really cool is uh, the Sherpas in the Himalayas. Um, so when people like hike Mount Everest, mm-hmm. um, they, they bring along these guides called Sherpas. Um, and they've lived in the Himalayas for so long that their lung structure is actually drastically different to the structure that we have. Wow. Um, and so like if an American goes and, and hikes Mount Everest, they have to have oxygen with mm-hmm. them or they'll die. Yeah. But Sherpas have evolved to uh be able to survive in those conditions without the need of oxygen Mm -hmm. that's crazy and yeah that's so insane that 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 happened and i really think that that speaks to god's intelligent design um for us to adapt and and change to to what's going on around us um another kind of really cool thing that i learned about in just yeah being in, in involved in science and having that mind was um, like the earth literally only exists because of Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about this before? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. So, so Jupiter is a giant gas planet out in the middle of nowhere. Um, but it's gravity like actually protected the earth and protects the earth from like large planetary bodies that oh. could intersect the earth and destroy it. Um, and so it's like, you look at those things and you're like, okay, how, how did random events lead to that exactly how did random stuff lead to this huge planet out in the solar system in the void of space but actually has an incredible role in protecting the earth Mm -hmm. um and you know keeping us alive yeah and so it's little things like that it's little like you know tidbits that we're discovering that if you if you look at it from a perspective of like okay like how does i believe the bible to be true and we're learning all of these things like I see God's character in that. Like I see his provision and his protection and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, do you, do you have any, any other like fun? Cool. It's cool if you don't. I, I, just, I do actually. So oh, I kind on. of learned, kind of learned recently about how, um, so squirrels, like obviously squirrels eat nuts. Um, and so when they find them, they bury them under the ground so that they can come back to them later and eat them. But they were created with a short-term memory, so they forget where they buried those nuts, um, and then tr- that's how like trees are able to grow from it. Because hmm. basically, the squirrels are kind of like propagating trees. It's so cool. That's, that's really so cool. Funny. God bless squirrels. Yes. Um. So we talked a little bit about about this um, just a minute ago, but but what was the process of you finding that God and science can be aligned? Um, yeah, so kind of as I like learned more about engineering and um, what my role could be someday after I graduate, um, I was just seeing how I really wanted God to be in my purpose and in my future career and stuff like that. So I spent a lot of time praying and asking God like how I can use my major to expand God's kingdom um, and just seeing how they align through the word. Um, and so kind of like I said about like the project management and stuff like that, um, just seeing the potential of a how I allow God to be in the center of what I'm doing and using like what I have to help people and really mm-hmm. further expand God's kingdom, whether that's like um, bettering a process to save people money or use our resources more efficiently so that we are using less of like the earth's resources. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And just different things like that. So really just that has come through um, me spending time with the Lord and mm-hmm. asking for his perspective on things yeah yeah i think something that's really good is th- and this will kind of sound bad but 
you know, it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. Like if you're like what you were saying, if, you, if you're trying to seek God and in, in what you're doing, then you're going to find him. Yeah. Like you're going to, exactly. you're going to find ways of, of implementing what you're doing into advancing his kingdom. Um, and it also works the other way. Like mm-hmm. if you're really trying to keep God out of a subject, like you can find ways to keep him out yeah. and find ways to make excuses for this thing or that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, I think that speaks a lot to our hearts. Like, okay, how do we, how do we want to look at this subject? Do we want to look at it from trying to seek God in these things? Or are we going to try to disprove God in these things? Exactly. Because you can, you can do either or. Um, but, you know, hopefully we choose God in, yeah. those, in those avenues. And, and um, I think it's, it's really good to s- seek truth in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and kind of our, our last question, what advice would you give to someone who is intimidated by the topic of God and science? Yeah. Okay. That's kind of a big one. Um, but I think so recently, um, the verse from Hebrews eleven six, um, that is, and without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. And honestly, this was a verse that I grew up just knowing by, by heart. And I didn't really think too much of it. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, we're supposed to live to please God, you know, and how do we do that? Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, like a couple months ago, I kind of had this realization. I was like, wait, I'm thinking of this, this verse like backwards. And mm. I'm like, when we come to God, we are showing that we do trust in him and do believe in him. So we do have that faith, which pleases him. We mm-hmm. have that faith that when we go and seek him, he's going to like show us new things about him and about his character mm-hmm. um, and that he's going to reward us from that. And so I was like, oh, that blows my mind. Like, Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not living in a state of like lack of belief or faith because when I'm talking to God like he he is confirming that. Um and so I would say my advice is just to pray and ask God to open your eyes and your heart to better understand his creation in your own life specifically. Mm-hmm. Like people can tell you these scientific facts all day long, but until you like seek God and ask him to show up in your life spe- specifically, that's that's where our testimony comes from, mm-hmm. you know? And then we're like, "No, God is evident in my life because of this. And he told Mm -hmm. me this. Exactly. So, yeah. And kind of the advice that I would give is that, you know, if you're curious about learning uh, how God and science are linked, um, approach with the humility to learn. Yeah. Um, That's good. I think that's like the the biggest thing that that affected my life was like, okay, God, I'm going to lay down my notions. Mm -hmm. I'm going to lay down that I know what's going on and I, I know the secrets of the universe yeah um and let you teach me yeah that's good um and in james 4 6 it says god opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble Mm -hmm. um and so yeah like if if you if you approach this subject with the eyes to learn like man things will be things will be revealed Mm -hmm. um and there's another verse that that i just love um where is it Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, in Proverbs 25, 2, it says, It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. Um, to search out a matter is the glory of kings. Um, yeah, so let's be searching. Let's be searching out matters in, in this subject. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, that's about all we got for you guys this week. This is kind of a quick and dirty of God and science. <laughs> um, we're going to be having a lot more talks about, about this subject. Um, so, so tune in. Kath, thanks so much for, for being on and, and sharing your story. Me, yeah, absolutely. Um, and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. We've really loved having a chance to share our thoughts and passions with you today about God and science. Tune in next Tuesday at 5 p.m. and hear us break down and discuss about COVID-19. Want to recommend a topic for us to talk about next? Reach out to us on Instagram at underscore the shift.